It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here are Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. You know, Rich, for goodness sakes, it was just a day or so back that you and I were talking about this film, Gosnell, that was going to be opening all over America on October 12th, isn't it? Right, it's coming up October 12th, Friday, October 12th, yeah. the nationwide release of Gosnell. And we went pretty deeply into this, but my word, yeah. here it's- we have Philem uh, McAleer, who is one of the producers, along with his wife, in our studio. Yes, we do. What a pleasure. He was here in the studio, and we can talk to him not only about what we've been saying about that film. Get it right, folks. Gosnell. Gosnell. The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. Yeah. And when you see it, I want you to know, you may think it's a story about Kermit Gosnell, that nasty man who sits in prison right at this moment uh, from Philadelphia. But I want you to know... It's no more about Philadelphia than it is in your town, in your state, wherever you hear this broadcast. So anyway, Philem, it's awfully nice to have you in the studio with us, and you are the producer of yes. the program. Yes, thanks, Dick and uh, Richard. Uh, it's good to be here in, in Kansas. Um, uh, it's uh, quite amazing. I'm a little guy from Ireland, and here I am bringing my film to Americans. Uh, it's it's. It's, it's a pleasure and it's an honor to be here. Well, what you've done is powerful and it's important and it's timely. Yeah. And this is a story that needs to be told. The mainstream media, for the most part, doesn't want to touch it. No. no oh, no. no, no. Hey, the mainstream media, they don't want to touch it. As a matter of fact, when the subject comes up, they are the first ones to deny it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the film is a lot about the media, too. I mean, we, this is the thing. Ann and I started our lives as journalists and we still are journalists. Uh, we just decided to make a film to tell this story in a better way, in a, in a more entertaining, I don't want to use that word, but a more uh, accessible, I suppose, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it, it's the way to tell the truth. Uh, and that's what we're interested in, is telling the truth. And very honest and very straightforward and no glossing over anything. Because this is really a, a movie that that's different than any other. Now, listen... There was a TV reporter that interviewed you folks, maybe it was your wife, just a while ago. I'd like to take a minute or two here, actually three minutes and 36 seconds. I want the listeners to start out listening to this. Here it is. Philadelphia abortionist Kermit Gosnell is serving life in prison for first-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter. It was a heinous case that barely saw national media attention. But for one journalist, covering the case was the unexpected start of a pro-life journey. Fela McAleer is an Irish journalist and filmmaker who's covered topics ranging from finance to fracking. You think it's appropriate to... Okay, that's it. He's a roving reporter even on vacation, which is why a few years back, McAleer decided to pop into a Philadelphia court case during time off. The case involved abortionist Kermit Gosnell, who was on trial for killing babies born alive after failed abortion attempts. It was the witnesses who were giving the most shocking evidence I'd ever heard. But the most shocking thing was behind me, because I looked behind and it was empty. There wasn't, there were no journalists. McAleer quickly realized Gosnell was a national story, barely getting local media coverage. 
So he told his wife and fellow journalist, Ann McElhaney, they should look into it. McElhaney hesitated. She didn't think they should touch the pro-life cause. As journalists, we always have a skeptical view of activists anyway. Uh, so we, we thought they were just activists being activists and exaggerating and, and trying to get a point across by overemphasizing something. And uh, we, so let me tell you, we were wrong. The pair spotted hypocrisy when an abortionist who is compliant with the law was put on the stand. What happens if the baby is born alive? Because that was a big thing about Kermit Gosnell killing babies born alive. And she said, well, we would give it comfort care. And you could see all these journalists going, comfort care, what's that? And, uh, and then she explained what comfort care was, that you put the baby aside, keep it warm, and it will die naturally. And it's like, so hold on, this guy's been charged with stabbing babies born alive, but it's legal in this country, in this state, to let a baby born alive die of neglect and dehydration. Awoken to the abortion industry's deceit, McAleer and McElhaney took on an ambitious mission. They started a crowdfunding campaign to create a movie about Kermit Gosnell. With your help, we're going to hire the best screenwriter, director and actors to make sure that the story of Kermit Gosnell gets into every home in America. The campaign raised more than $2 million, the most for a movie project in Indiegogo's history. The filmmakers plan to release the Gosnell movie as an independent theatrical release this fall because they're struggling to get a distributor. Hollywood said it was too controversial for it, uh, which is a complete joke because Hollywood releases pro-abortion movies all the time. The married pair of investigative journalists also recently released a book, Gosnell, the untold story of America's most prolific serial killer. The mainstream media have ignored the book altogether, completely, 100%. And uh, the book went straight into Amazon bestsellers. As with all his projects, McAleer is clear. He is not an activist. He is a journalist. It's not my job to change the conversation, right? But it's my job that people have the truth. You know, you know, as I was listening to your voice right there, um, you know, I, I, I identify with that. It's not my job to change a person's mind, but it is our job to tell the truth. Yes. And then each person, mm -hmm. each person listening to this broadcast right mm -hmm. now has to decide for yeah. themselves, mm -hmm. are you ready to process the facts of the case and accept the truth? Mm -hmm. How do you relate to what was what I just said? Yeah, I mean, we we know. Yes, we we are all about the truth. We're journalists. We wanted to tell the truth. Um, and you know, there's a scene in in the movie where uh, the blogger says, "I'm if the truth doesn't match what I believe, I don't change the truth." And and so many journalists do. They 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 have a belief system, uh, either a political belief system, a religious, a non-religious belief system, very often, and they change the facts to match that, or they gray over the black and white. And, you know, the truth is black and white. It really is. There are facts there. Well, it's like life and death. Yeah, yeah. It's like life and death. Yeah. What were you going to say, Well, Rachel? I understand now that, that for a, a movie, when it comes to the theaters, the early ticket sales mm -hmm. uh, really drive the length of time that the film will be available to the public. So uh, this uh, coming up on Friday, October 12th, yeah. when this is released nationwide, uh, bring your church group, bring your Sunday school, bring your friends, your family, bring anybody maybe that's not so sure about mm -hmm. you know what they feel about abortion. Let them see this, and they'll see the truth.
and that will also help to keep the film yeah. in the theaters. Yeah, I think conservative film goers or movie goers have a tendency, I'll go next week or I'll go the week afterwards. Big mistake. You've got to go the first weekend. If you're, It's so valuable that you it's 10 times more valuable to go the first weekend than the second weekend because that's the number that determines if it's going to stay in that theater, if it's going to go wide. So... If, you, if you're going to go, go early. Yeah, though they say it's like the opening weekend box yes. office. Be like a Democrat. Vote early, vote off. <laughs> but, yeah, and come, and, and come again. But but uh, this film, both my dad and I have seen it in advanced screenings, and it is powerful, and it is also very, very well done. You have excellent actors, and the script, my goodness, the script, it couldn't be more truthful. It is verbatim from the actual court transcript. Yeah, yeah. We felt that was very important. You know, based on a true story is a very much discredited phrase. Now, when you see it at the start of the movie, you sort of roll your eyes. So yeah. we were determined not to go down that route. So, but the only thing, actually, the only thing we changed was some of the stuff. I want to assure people, it's not a gory movie. Mm-hmm. You can bring your teenage children to it. Yeah, it's but p- you shouldn't bring your little ones. It's, no, not your little ones. Any it's, more than you would to the scene of an yeah, accident. It's PG-13, right? Uh, so you're... Middle teenagers. I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to tell you. But it's PG-13. It's not gory. You know, a lot of. I think that's one of our biggest barriers. People think I don't want to go and see a movie. But it's dark. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a like a co- crime drama. It's a crime drama. We said it's like a Law and Order episode. You know, in, and it's uh, true. By the way, we are interviewing right now in our headquarters studio, uh, Mr. Phelan uh, McAleer, mm-hmm. and he and his wife are the producers of the film Gosnell. Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. Yeah, well, I want to tell you that that little extra line there, uh, there's a a counterpart of Gosnell living in your town. Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. folks realize that? There's a counterpart of Gosnell living in your your state. Um, There's a counterpart of Gosnell living wherever you're hearing this broadcast. Now, they they may sweep their floor a little better, and they may mop it up better, mm-hmm. and they may wear fancy clothes, but I will tell you yeah. that the work is the same, folks. Yes. And when you see this movie, you will be confronted with the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, the only question then is, can you handle it? Yeah. No. yeah well, handling, facing the truth is a very difficult thing because you, then you have to make a, a decision. I mean, when we started this, you, I think you heard at the start, I said to Anne, this is our next project. And no, we were neutral on abortion, right? We don't, oh, no, we don't want to talk. And, you know, very yeah, you quickly. See, wait a minute. Yeah, I love that because you were neutral. I mean, you were saying, well, I don't know. It may be this and maybe yeah. that. That isn't the point. We want to, as journalists, honest journalists, searching for truth, truth of a trial that mm-hmm. you stumbled on. And apparently the media was not paying attention. Yeah. But, you know, when you, when you read the transcripts, you're not neutral on abortion anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. neutral on abortion is pro-abortion. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. And, uh, and you have to be I honest. I say that yourself. again. Neutral on abortion is pro-abortion. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm you know, I uh, kidded, yeah, can I you kidded, be neutral on murder? Yes, I, I kidded, I kidded myself, you know, but I, but I didn't know. It, but I should have known. Well, I, I'm a journalist. This. I should have known. And I want to say one thing, and, and you got to listen to this. Planned Parenthood are geniuses. Mm-hmm. They are geniuses. They, they, they had me fooled. You know, and I'm a journalist. I'm a skeptical journalist. I am skeptical. I don't. You said they have you. Well, they had me fooled. They had you fooled. Yeah. Okay, because of their slick. Uh, slick. It's a bunch of cells. It's you know. It's not. It's it's a, it's an unbelievably uh, gory, grotesque and, and we procedure. Take, and, and we take care of a woman's health. Mm, you know, yeah. I was thinking about that when I saw 
the film, you know, I saw your early screener in 19, uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. I guess you have fought battles mm-hmm. trying to get this put out yeah. because there are people that are coming after you for every direction, cutting off your funds, mm-hmm. uh, denying your right to even have a movie in the movie yeah. theater, yes. every which way and so on and so forth. But uh, but I was thinking about that. You see, how many people are going to see this movie, and I think they should, who are they consider themselves neutral, mm-hmm. or maybe they're even pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they work for Planned Parenthood. How do you know? I mean, it isn't a matter of sincerity. It's a matter of accepting the truth yeah. because the rain falls, the sun shines, mm-hmm. and gravity pulls. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the way you and your wife entered yeah. this story. That, totally, totally. Let's get the facts. And the great thing about a court case, right, is people can't make political slogans in a courtroom. You're here to give evidence about this. And there's a scene in it where where they bring in a good abortionist to show the proper way to do it. And I'm listening to the evidence and I'm going, that's the proper way you do an abortion? That's the good comfort care? Comfort care, I mean, what a what a phrase. If a baby is accidentally born alive, they, they tr- I mean, they try and kill a baby by putting potassium chloride into the uh, an injection to kill the baby. Into their heart. Into their heart. If it doesn't, if it isn't successful and the baby's born alive, you have comfort care. And this is an exact verbatim quote. You put the baby aside, keep it warm, eventually it will pass. Because the prosecutor asked her, what is comfort care yeah. to a child born alive? And then what do you call that giving up comfort care? And she said the child is just put aside and then it, I think the word was passes. Yes, right. So we put it aside. We ignore it. It's too bad that it was born alive, yeah. but it was. Mm. So we give it comfort care. Comfort care. And I'll tell you this: that is happening over yes. and over totally. and over again, totally. where abortion is fashionable yeah. if it isn't kind of admirable, and they call it serving somebody's health. Now, now, for goodness now sake. let me say this: if I, if this is not a spoiler alert, but but. <clears throat> In the movie, the judge is not friendly to the pro-life cause. Oh, not at all. But the the judge, I think, even says this will not be about abortion. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a that's a verbatim quote as well. That's the grand jury judge. The judge in the trial was pretty, pretty good, pretty sharp. And that's taken from the transcripts. And in the grand jury, the grand jury judge said. I don't care what you discover here, but the grand jury report is not going to undermine reproductive rights. And I'm putting my, you know, so so the judge says, I don't care what the truth is. Here's what you here's what you're going to find. But judge, uh, but uh, Gosnell yeah. was killing the babies after they'd already been born yeah, even. Yeah, and yeah. and you can't help but realize what's the difference yeah. between two minutes before or two minutes after. Yeah. But but two minutes after they're born, then he's the biggest serial killer yes. in the nation. It's, it's, and two minutes so prior sorry for, to that uh, is protected by law. Sorry for, sorry, for, sorry for laughing, but I mean, I, I, I almost laughed when you said that. It's so, it's almost funny. That it's, it's a matter of geography. You know, if the baby is outside the womb, you could, you can't kill it if it's too if it's if it's inside the womb. You can't. It's like that is a weird. That's a yeah. weird. Well, and that comes out in this movie. If, it, yes. if it's outside the womb, and you had intended to kill it, then you simply give it comfort care. <laughs> I mean mm. that. I mean, folks, this isn't. I'm not chuckling because it's funny. I'm chuckling because it's absurd. Yes. And when you see this movie, uh-huh. I want you to ask yourself. What is the difference? Because the movie, and taken directly from the transcripts of the court hearing, 
the movie clearly shows the intention is yeah. to kill the child before it emerges mm-hmm. in order to conform to the law. Yeah. So really the law, what does that have to do with reality? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like to say, you know, we're, we're, I think the conversation's got a little bit dark here, but at the end of the day, it is a movie, and we, we you know, we do have actors. Dean Dean Cain is in, Dean Cain is in it, um, Nick Searcy's in it, um, and it's it is uplifting. There's nothing gory in it because I know a lot of people are, say I couldn't go and see a movie like that. We, you know, we t- we may talk about these things and may come out in evidence. There's no pictures. There's nothing horrific in it. It's PG-13. But it's dramatic. And, Dad, we have a copy of the uh, the audio from the trailer of the film. I hope we're able to show that or share that with the listeners yeah. and you can see it with your ears. Well, let's do it right <laughs> now. Here it is, folks. All right, listen up. We are looking for anything that looks like drugs or paraphernalia. Philadelphia Police Department, we have a search warrant. What is that smell? You got to see this. This is normal. Uh, no, I've never been in an abortion clinic before. You are not going to believe what I saw last night. How many? So far, we found over 30 of them. Healthy woman goes into a clinic, comes out dead, and there's no police report? Files have been moved recently. Look at this. You'll be the prosecutor who went after reproductive rights, and you'll be a racist to boot. You've got a lot of folk who'd like to see abortion outlawed, and this is not going to be the case that gives them an excuse. Prosecution has offered you a plea bargain, Dr. Gosnell. And I would have to admit I was guilty. I'm not guilty. When you get to the courthouse, you are going to be swarmed by reporters. You ready for this, counselor? Where is everybody? When was the last time your division inspected Dr. Gosnell's clinic? We had instructions directly from Governor Ridge's office not to inspect. But he testify in that case about anything. You doubt you'll find a doctor who will. And you look at the facts, you will see what I see. An overly zealous Catholic investigator. Back is that what you want to make this about? There's nothing that man did that protects women or children. And you don't have to be a pro-life activist to see that. Kermit Gosnell is perhaps the most prolific serial killer in American history. You better win. That's coming Friday, October 12th. Friday, October 12th. Look ahead and buy your tickets early. And be sure to don't wait a week, don't wait 10 days, for goodness sakes, buy your tickets early. And bring a group. Because that's the way that it'll stay in the theater mm-hmm. the longest. Yeah. I don't want to get into the way theaters keep a movie around, but that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 funny, I'd never, I'd never heard the trailer before. I'd always seen it. It's, it's quite powerful when you hear it. And, you know, it's, it's so much it's so much there, the, the, the grand jury judge saying, this is not going to be about abortion, but Gosnell. I mean, Gosnell is played by Errol Billings, who's a wonderful actor, and it's a very difficult role to play. Um, but he has, he brings the right level of of, of charismatic creepiness to him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's I just thought that the trailer was very moving. There to hear it is, is was interesting. Now, Phelan, I know. I'm just thinking in my mind's eye right now, all of the different areas where Bot Radio Network is mm-hmm. heard. And if anyone thinks that the abortion clinics in their area 
are not doing the same nasty stuff, then you need to see this movie oh. because they are. They are. They That's are. what it's yeah. about. It's funny. They, and they all seem to do the same thing. I, I meet people now, of course, all the time, and they say, we've got one of those in New Jersey. We've got one of those in Atlanta. Some of the people who worked in Gosnell's clinic had come from one down in New Orleans, uh, you know, and they brought those procedures up with them. You know, this is there's several Gosnells in every state. And you know what? Even the good abortion doctors. I mean, you'll, this is one thing you'll find out is, you know, that that even when it's legal, it's a terrible, terrible, grotesque process. Um, well, well, you know, what does legal have to do with it? Yeah. I think, you know, when somebody is doing something that may be legal, but it's a terrible, terrible, wicked injustice thing. Injustice and wrong, like slavery was legal for a time. Well, he wasn't it ever. make it right. Yeah. And in Germany, uh, doing what they did to the Jewish community was legal. What did that have to do with what was right? Yeah. I think that's what people have to come to this movie and say yeah. what is right and what is wrong and what does it mean to me from now on. Yeah, I, I, I would say the movie is, especially the trial part, heavily based on the transcripts. We were very keen to that. We didn't want it to be one of those fake, true stories. It, this is this is heavily based on the transcripts. In fact, we had to tone down some of the transcripts because we felt the audience wouldn't believe what was actually said. Like the abortionist doctor who gave evidence, she actually, they said to her, how many abortions, you know, they were establishing her credentials as an expert. And they said, how many abortions have you done? And in the in the movie, she says 30,000. And in reality, she said 40,000. Mm. She has done 40,000 abortions. In other words, she said 30,000 but in the courtroom, yeah. she had said 40,000 yes. from this one. How many abortions in America, in the United States of America, one nation under God, uh, have, 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 have abortions been committed now since 1970? 60 million, I think it is. It's, 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 I mean, it's, this has been an incredible journey for us, uh, you know, but it's, it's affected everyone. Everyone who was in the trial, if they were pro choice, they moved well away from that. Some of them became pro-life. You cannot listen to the truth without it getting into your brain. This was and the film crew. Yeah, These the film the crew. Even in the trial, for example, so so we we hired one extra to play a woman. There was one incident in it where a woman uh, went to the grand jury because she changed her mind during the procedure and went to the hospital and got it reversed. So the grand jury heard that evidence and then she got up to leave. And she said, and they said, hold on, the grand jury said, stop, stop. What happened to your baby? And she says, my baby started kindergarten today. And the grand jury got up and gave her a standing oh, ovation. Right? It's the first time in the history of Pennsylvania grand juries. A grand jury gets up and applauds a witness. It's never been heard before. They had just heard so much bad stuff that they were just so relieved from some good news. So we have a, an actress playing that scene in, in, in Oklahoma where we filmed it. And she comes to Anne, my wife, and goes, oh, my God, I've just read the script. That's my story. The actress had gone to an abortion clinic. The abortion worker had said to her, listen to your baby's heart. And she listened and she immediately got up and left. Uh -huh. So she was playing, by complete coincidence, the same story of her life. And, she's, and Anne has a, a video of her that we put on the phone. She goes, I want to say to people, don't have an abortion. You're killing whole generations. Now, I know there are people who are saying 60 million, 60 million little babies have been taken because of this allowed practice. 
And during those years, there's young girls and mothers that have been convinced the way mm -hmm. the way to solve their problem is to kill the kid. I keep putting it that way. That's not the way to solve a problem. Can't society do better? Can't we start teaching family values? Can't we start teaching morals? Can't we start teaching, for goodness sake, our young people are not animals? Can't we start getting back on the track rather than thinking we're solving a problem uh, this way? I, I think Planned Parenthood have are, are are brilliant mark i think i think society has has gone over to planned parenthood's way of thinking i think they've been very very smart um you know people out sharp yeah. listeners out there might notice i'm not from kansas yeah. uh, i'm not from around here i've got a strange accent i'm from ireland and ireland has just voted uh, to to bring in abortion okay listen folks i want you to just hear the strains of this song because you need to take your adult sunday school class Pastors, you need to come and see this film and then compare how seriously have you been taking this subject. I don't care what denomination you're with. Truth is still truth. Listen to this song. Jesus loves me. Read your Bible. How many times did Jesus himself say, Suffer the little children mm -hmm. to come unto me, mm -hmm. for of such is the kingdom. You know, Jesus himself loved children. My question to our audience right now is, do we, do we, do we? Uh, Rich, give the phone. Yeah, it's an attack on the weakest, the most vulnerable, and the most innocent. And we put up with it as part of our culture, yeah. for goodness yeah. sakes. Hey, let me give the listener comment line, folks. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear your comments about the programming on Bot Radio Network, how we can serve you better. And uh, we want to encourage you to go to this film. Friday, October 12th is when it opens in theaters across the nation. Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. And, Philem, I want to thank you, and I want to thank your wife, Anne, for having the courage to just want to tell the truth, yeah, well, even when you yourself were not sure of this political, so-called political mm -hmm. question. Yeah. God bless you, sir. It was a, it's, it's funny. Somebody said to me last night, it's terrible. It must be terrible. I think it's a pleasure to tell the truth. I... I, I I mean, weirdly, I, I've been involved in this horrible thing. I, it's a pleasure. It's a, it's a joy. Actually, I, I, I get so. I, I just telling the truth is a wonderful thing. People should do it more often. All right, and the truth go. shall make you free. All right, all right. This is Dick, uh, Dick Bod with my son Rich, and our guest in the studio with the complete story. And uh, we'll see you later. Mm -hmm.